This is a Raven Slayer production. Raven Slayer, creating a sex positive world through adult education. You're listening to Adult Bedtime Stories. Join us in a sex positive awakening, an adventure to help create a sex positive world. Become part of the movement and start living a sex-positive lifestyle. Adult Bedtime Stories is a show dedicated to bringing sacredness back to our sexuality and to learn about everything sexual. This is the sex education that you did not receive in high school, but should have. I am Ladyboy Gigi. I'm a sex expert a life coach, and a sacred harlot. Tonight's show is on the erotic body map. How to map out your gorgeous body, identifying all those hot erogenous zones, and communicating those to your partner. I'd like to start out by talking a little bit about who would benefit from doing the erotic body map training program. It is for individuals who are single individuals in a sexual relationship, individuals who want to learn more about sexual energy, and individuals who want to live a sex-positive lifestyle. And I'd like to talk a little bit about what to expect. The training program offers several challenges and opportunities for growth. Develop a new perspective about sex. Change your personal rules about sexuality. Develop courage to be vulnerable with yourself and your partner. Learn to explore your body fully identifying those areas on your body that bring you such erotic and sensual sensations. Feel so good to stimulate or have them be stimulated by your partner. Just to let you know, I've performed every exercise in this training program And while there were times when I had to face some of my own fears, the benefits far exceeded the work and courage I had to muster. By facing my fears and learning about how my body operates on a sexual level, I became more confident and discovered a new sense of freedom in my sexual expression. Knowledge is self-empowering, and intimate knowledge is so good, and it's a fun project to go through. You too will feel the sacred nature of sexual expression between consenting adults, as well as feeling a deeper connection with your sexual energy and your primal nature as you complete the erotic body map training. The training program consists of several 
training exercises. And we'll be covering each of those in this show. The first part is to learn about a sex-positive approach in your erogenous zones. We live in a sex-negative culture and are subjected to sex-negative conditioning and sexual taboos. Way too often we are influenced by sex-negative conditioning, which blocks us from experiencing a healthy and fulfilling sex life. I've come across many people who have an assortment of problems in their sexual relationships. One problem I've come across with people who come to the sacred sex temple many times over the years is about sexual communication. Often there's little or no communication between couples when it comes to sex and specifically on how they like to be stimulated sexually. I can't tell you how many times a person tells me I just act like I'm enjoying what my partner is doing because I don't want to hurt their feelings. I advise them that if they want to experience sexual ecstasy with their partner, then it's essential to communicate about sex. Yet the communication does not necessarily need to be verbal. It can include nonverbal communication as well. For many people, they have not explored erotic stimulation and what turns them on sexually due to social conditioning and stigmatization of parts of the human body. Let's face the facts. Sometimes the body can be messy and smelly, but that is easily remedied through bathing and practicing good hygiene before engaging in sex. By completing the erotic body map training program, you will be able to identify your erogenous zones and be able to communicate this information to your partner. You may want to have your partner do this exercise too, so they can share their erotic information with you. By learning each other's erotic information, you'll be able to take each other to new sexual heights and reach levels of ecstasy. Understand that talking about sex can be difficult. It's no wonder we live in a sex-negative society with a lot of sex-negative conditioning. Many of us are taught that sex is bad or sex is a sin. We have many taboos around human sexual expression. Isn't it time to experience a different approach to sex and break unhealthy social conditioning? A sex-positive approach is to see sex as a sacred act and approach sexuality with reverence and gratitude. Sex is about raising and sharing energy and bringing each other to a state of ecstasy. There are many cultures that have developed a healthy set of values and attitudes about sex. 
There are many documents dating back thousands of years, which include, but are not limited to, writings about tantric sex practices, Taoist sexual techniques, and the Kuma Sutra. There are even Sumerian texts that put sex in a positive light. Sex is a form of art with many techniques which can bring us to a higher state of consciousness. The erotic body map training program is a step to enriching your sexual experiences. While I can provide the tools and the techniques, it's up to you to put them into practice as you explore the exciting frontier of sexual enlightenment. Take courage and face your fears by making a decision to face fear and make a commitment to follow through, you will experience personal growth and experience new levels of sexual awareness. By taking this journey, you will learn new things about your body and have new sensations and experiences. But it does take courage, and you've already taken the first step by listening to this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. By completing the erotic body map with your partner, each of you will discover how your partner enjoys being stimulated and how they reach sexual ecstasy. Learn how your body works erotically. The first step in mapping out your erogenous zones is to identify how your body responds to erotic sensual touch. This can be a little bit tricky if you don't know how erogenous zones work. Our bodies have many erogenous zones. Each of these areas provides erotic sensations of varying degrees from person to person. For each person, these areas can change over time. Mood, sensual cycles, emotional cycles, menstrual cycles, and many other factors can influence how our bodies respond to erotic touch. Some erogenous zones are highly sensitive and can get us highly turned on sexually. Some erogenous zones have to be warmed up before stimulation feels erotic, and there are some areas of the body that can be a complete turn-off at an erotic level. The entire body has nerve endings that respond to touch in one way or another. The entire body is a sensory organ and has the capacity to register erotic sensations. It's interesting to note that the genitals are stimulated whenever we walk. Yet this type of stimulation doesn't register at a conscious level and isn't usually erotic. When we focus on sex, a transformation occurs. 
and genital stimulation becomes highly erotic as we get more and more aroused. The important point to note is that stimulating an area of the body when we are not sexually aroused will feel different than stimulating the same area when we are aroused. I would like to teach you a little bit about sexual neurology. The brain and the neurological wiring in our bodies is a very complex system. Reflexology is the science of our neurological system. By learning some of the principles of reflexology, it helps to understand how erogenous zones work. Have you ever had an itch? And when you scratched it, another part of the body became itchy. It is due to how intricately our neurological wiring is constructed. Stimulating one area of the body will often stimulate another area of the body. The whole neurological system is complexly interconnected. In reflexology, the body's nervous system is mapped out. What has been discovered is that there are areas of the body that are linked to other areas of the body. For example, stimulating different areas of the hands or feet will simultaneously stimulate other parts of the body, including glands and organs of the body. And it is the whole body that is linked neurologically to corresponding parts of our hands and feet. The genitals operate in a similar fashion. When you learn how reflexology works, you can identify areas all over the body that when stimulated will also stimulate the genitals in a subtle way. I won't cover all of reflexology here, as it is a very complex science. What is important is the interconnection of different parts of our body, which makes erogenous zones possible. There is another interesting property of the neurological wiring of the sex organs that pertains to our sexual wiring. There are two major sets of nerves that have been identified as the neurological pathways for orgasms. There are probably more than two, but research and scientific study have identified two so far. The pelvic nerve and the pudendal nerve each have specific qualities. The pudendal nerve is the pathway for stimulation of the clitoris and the gland of the penis. The pelvic nerve is the pathway for prostate stimulation. Interestingly, prostate stimulation appears to connect to the emotions and the higher parts of the brain, the cerebral cortex. Stimulation of the penis and clitoris appear to register in the brainstem 
a more primitive part of the brain. Both women and men have prostate glands. In women, the tail of the prostate gland is the G-spot. And then the prostate gland can be accessed within the rectum. When a person has an orgasm from prostate stimulation, it tends to be an emotionally charged orgasm, which can result in laughter, crying, and sometimes both at the same time. Sensory perception. There's a difference in how our bodies respond to touch when we're in our normal state versus being warmed up sexually. We've covered this subject a little already, yet I'd like to cover it in more detail. A warm-up time is especially important when stimulating the vulva, the clitoris, the vagina, as well as the prostate gland and anal area. While it may be due to social conditioning or to sex differences, most men don't need much warm-up before genital stimulation feels awesome. Often when you stimulate certain parts of the body directly without first warming them up, it produces sensations that are sometimes undesirable or in some cases are painful. To warm up, there are some techniques in Taoism and Tantra that are helpful especially some of the breathing exercises. For our purposes, to warm up the vulva, don't start stimulating the vulva directly. Start by stimulating areas near the vulva with a feathery light touch, slowly increasing pressure. This includes the area above the pubic bone, the inner thighs, the hips and the perineum. After stimulating these areas, stimulate the outer vulva for a few moments, then return to the surrounding area. Let this be a sort of teasing dance, which each turn on the outer vulva growing slightly longer. Once the outer vulva is warmed up, start stimulating the inner labia feathery light touch for a few moments, and then return to the outer labia. Continue the teasing dance. The idea is to slowly warm up the entire vulva by slowly stimulating from the outer areas to the inner areas. By the time you get to the clitoris and or the vagina, they are fully warmed up and ready for erotic stimulation. Communication is crucial. Progress at the rate that the receiver enjoys. It's better to take a little too much time to warm up than to go too fast. For men to warm up the penis, don't start stimulating the penis directly. Start stimulating the areas around the cock with a feathery-like touch, slowly increasing pressure. This includes the areas around the pubic bone, the inner thighs, the hips, and the perineum. After stimulating these areas, stimulate 
the testicles very lightly for a few moments, then return to the surrounding area. Let this be a sort of teasing dance. Every so often, touching and stroking the testicles, and let that time you touch them grow slightly longer. Once the testicles are warmed up, start stimulating the base of the cock. Give it a light massage, or even light feathery touch, and then return to the testicles, stimulating them gently. As the penis warms up, start working out the shaft, slowly, touching it, fighting those yummy sensations throughout the whole length of the shaft of the cock. And then, once it's fully warmed up, then come into the gland of the cock and stimulate it. Communication is crucial. Progress at the rate that the receiver enjoys. And it is better to take a little too much time than to go too fast. I'd like to talk a little bit about the Kundalini. There's a concept named the Kundalini, the sleeping serpent within each person. The Kundalini is a symbol of our sex energy. While it sleeps, our sexuality is dormant. As the Kundalini awakens, we become sexually aroused. As this happens, the sensation of touch changes and becomes erotically amplified. The change occurs throughout the entire body. Touch received when the Kundalini sleeps can be totally different than when the Kundalini is fully awake. So explore your body when the Kundalini is fully awakened and discover what there is to find through erotic touch. You may be pleasantly surprised. Awakening the Kundalini is a matter of focus. As we focus on our sensuality and sex, the Kundalini starts to wake up. There are some Taoist and Tantric practices with deep breathing that will help with awakening the Kundalini. One breath to practice to awaken the Kundalini is to force air into your lungs with a deep forced inhale. Hold the breath for a few moments and then open your throat and sigh the breath out. Ah. As you perform the inhales and the exhales, squeeze your pubococcygeus muscles. They're the same as the Kegel muscles or the your sex muscles is what I like to call them. To identify your sex muscles when you are urinating, when you cut off the flow of urination, you're using your sex muscles. So as you perform the deep breathing exercise, 
On the inhale, squeeze those muscles tight. And on the exhale, relax the muscles completely. And this will help awaken the Kundalini. And so practice this. Do a few minutes of the deep breathing and squeezing the sex muscles. Discover your erogenous zones. Often when it comes to our bodies in a sex-negative culture, we develop sex rules and touching rules that are based in a moral system that was developed long ago by people who practice strict moral codes that no longer apply in our society, especially to a person who wants to develop a sex-positive lifestyle. Open your mind to exploring your body fully. Shut out social conditioning messages and find out what works for you and how your body responds to erotic touch. There are different types of knowledge. One type is academic knowledge, learning by reading and research. Another type is experiential knowledge, learning through what we experience in life. Another type of knowledge is social wisdom, learning from our social circles and social networks. When I was young, I learned about orgasms before I was capable of actually having an orgasm. My first knowledge came in the form of social wisdom. I learned that orgasms are supposed to feel good, but that it's wrong to masturbate, and that you have to wait until you get married before having sex. As you can see, social wisdom isn't really very wise sometimes. Then I started reading factual information about orgasms and learned about the orgasmic cycle in men and in women. I learned the physiological process of the sexual response system and about the chemical release in the brain, which brings on euphoric feelings during orgasm. By this time, I thought I knew all there was to know about orgasms. I certainly had learned a lot of information. Then I finally had my first orgasm. By then I knew it was actually good to masturbate and that, that people have been doing it since the beginnings of humankind. I had just reached puberty and it was my first orgasm. I then realized I didn't really know about orgasms at all until that first experience. Sure, I knew a lot of factual information and I knew a lot of social wisdom, but a lot of it was just plain wrong information. There was some social wisdom, which did turn out to be good information, but it was the experiential knowledge that brought a full understanding of what an orgasm truly is. I bring this up because it's easy to think we have knowledge and a full understanding from academic knowledge and social wisdom alone. 
It's not until we gain experiential knowledge that we attain a deeper understanding and discover deeper meaning. Are you ready to explore and discover how your body works? If so, plan a time you can be alone for private time, free of distractions, and prepare a central environment for this exercise. You may want to put clean sheets on your bed. Remember to turn off your cell phone, take a bath or shower, and take time to clean your entire body. Make this a central cleansing. Take time to feel the water on your body. When you're ready after your bath, take several deep breaths. This is your time to be sensual with yourself and discover new sensations. Start awakening the Kundalini. There are several methods to try out. You can try out the tantric breath work. You can utilize sexual fantasy. You can even provide your body with a little bit of erotic stimulation, genital stimulation. You can even do some erotic talk, bring out some sex toys, or use some visual erotic stimulation. You can practice some genital massage and any other method that you use to get sexually aroused. There's not a right way or a wrong way to raise the Kundalini. Find what works for you. The important element is to get yourself fully aroused. Remember, raising the Kundalini is a matter of focus. Focus on what you find erotic. Once you're fully aroused, Start exploring your body. Start with what is familiar and explore different types of sensations. Different types of touch can include light feathery touch, light massage, producing vibrations with your hands. Use your fingernails drawn across the skin. Light slapping and deep tissue massage and explore each part of your body with varying sensations. Use your imagination to create different sensations on your body and discover how your body responds when the Kundalini is fully awake in areas you already know are erogenous for you. After exploring areas that you are familiar with, start exploring that you have not associated with being erotic. For each person, these will be different. When I performed this exercise, I discovered that a light, sensual foot massage was a very hot erogenous sound for me. Before that point, I had no idea my feet could provide such a luxurious central experience. Be sure to explore every part of your body, even your more private areas. Some examples include your breasts, your nipples, your underarms, your butt cheeks, 
your inner thighs, your feet, your neck, your lips, your ears, your anus, your genitals, even your eyelids and face, and anywhere you feel comfortable exploring. Remember, this is an exercise to discover, not a time for social judgments. You're on a fact-finding mission, and it's okay if an area doesn't respond erotically. It's also okay if an area does respond erotically. Everyone responds differently, and that makes for the beauty of diversity. Don't be afraid to push your boundaries a little bit. If a touching an area doesn't work or gives you the creeps, just move on to another area of your body. Be sure you're listening to your, how your body responds and not to preconceived thoughts of what is proper. Make a mental note on where and what types of touch turn you on sexually. Stimulate each area with different sensations while you're erotically aroused. As you perform this, make mental notes on what types of touch turn you on sexually, areas that are neutral, and the areas that are kind of a turn-off. After this exercise, you will be completing your erotic body map to illustrate your unique neuroerotic erogenous zones, as well as areas that turn you off sexually. Through this process, you may discover new erogenous zones that you wouldn't have expected. Now that you are safe in your explorations, to draw out the erotic body map, you will need to get a full figure front and back of a man if you're male or a woman if you're female. On this drawing of the human body front and back, you want to draw colors and symbols in the following way. For the colors, you want to use different colors to denote what areas are really charged erotically and which are areas of your body are kind of a turn off. The following colors are a good way to mark your map. Color red for hot areas. This area is a highly erotic area of the body. Use orange for warm areas. This area can be a turn on if stimulated just right. Yellow is a lukewarm area. Often we have areas that need a lot of wake up time and to be in the right mood erotic stimulation to feel good in these areas. Mark green for neutral areas. Touching here is not a turn off or a turn on. Blue is a cool area. I don't like to be stimulated here. It kind of turns me off sexually. Black is a cold area. If I'm stimulated here, I shut down totally on an erotic level. 
The symbol codes you want to use in your erotic body map include the following. Timing can be an important factor for many of our erogenous zones. Often we need to be warmed up first before an erogenous zone is ready for stimulation. This tends to hold true especially for sensitive areas and often for the genitals and the anus. For areas that you need to have a warm-up before stimulation feels good, draw a circle around the area. Variety is the spice of life. This holds true for many erogenous zones. Constant stimulation can become a turn-off. For erogenous zones that turn cool with too much stimulation, draw a square around this area. This in indicates that you like being touched here, but for short periods of time. Stimulate this area for a short time and move on to other, another area. Then return for another short period of stimulation here. Sometimes less is more. Some erogenous zones respond better to light feathery touch. Other areas respond to heavy sensations. Draw a star for light touch zones and draw a lightning bolt for those heavy touch areas. Sometimes light touch followed by heavier touch is desirable. If this is the case, show the order in the combination of light and heavy sensations by drawing a series of stars and lightning bolts. Sometimes an area of our body is highly ticklish. Being tickled can be a sexual turn-on for some people. It can be a sexual turn-off for others. Indicate if you like being tickled or if it turns you off. Draw a triangle on areas that are ticklish. Finally, if you have an order in how you like to be touched, number the areas in the sequence that you desire. Once you've completed drawing out your erotic body map with the color codes and the symbol codes, map out your body's erogenous zones based on the information that you discovered in the last exercise, using the code sheets, colors, and symbols. Be honest with what you discovered about your body. There is no right or wrong in how the body is wired neurologically, as it was wired by nature. It is we human beings who attempt to put judgments on eroticism. The body is designed the way it is. Unfortunately, living in a sex-negative culture can inhibit the gifts of eroticism that nature provided us. Isn't it time to use a healthy approach and fully embrace the gift of erotic ecstasy? If you're single, explore your new knowledge by playing with the erotic hotspots on your body. Discover new levels of erotica. If you are in a sexual relationship, 
have your partner complete these exercises. Once you have both completed your erotic body maps, sit down together and share with each other what you discovered. Remember, this is not a time to be judgmental. The objective is to learn and communicate with each other about how to be better lovers and to share ways to bring each other to higher levels of sexual ecstasy. After sharing your body maps, take some time to put your new knowledge about each other into practice. This is the rewarding part of the lessons. Explore together and provide each other with the erotic stimulation that you have each identified and see how much bliss you can raise in each other's body. It's amazing how mapping out your body can be so intimate. By now, you have a great tool to use in communicating how your sexual body works. Know that by sharing this information with a partner, or if you're single, putting this new information into practice when you masturbate, it will create a genital-heart connection, bringing greater states of ecstasy. If you're interested in going a little deeper into learning more about the erotic body map and some amazing exercises to do after you've completed your erotic body map, go to my website. It's ravenslayerleather.com. And if you go to the video tab, you will find the erotic body map training program listed as one of the training programs I have available. And in the erotic body map training program, I have copies of the male and the female body map for you to print out and draw your body map on. The erotic body map training program also includes some exercises for singles and exercises for couples to perform to deepen your knowledge of the erogenous zones in each of your bodies. Explore yourself, explore your partner, and learn how to create a more fulfilling sex life by completing an erotic body map and sharing this information with your partner. By sharing this information, you can learn exactly how your partner likes to be stimulated and share how you like to be stimulated with your partner. And by learning and mapping out your eroticism on a body map, it's a great way to raise the sexual energy with your partner or even with yourself. Remember, knowledge is power. It's very empowering to learn about your sexual body and 
by learning more how your body works at a neurotic level, you can take yourself into higher states of ecstasy and reach a higher consciousness. It's also a great way to put into practice living a sex-positive lifestyle. So this ends our erotic body map adventure. I find it interesting that adults in our culture aren't provided with sexual education. Even married couples don't have access to adequate sexual education. It's assumed that somehow we will instinctively know all that we need to know about sex. But just like every other human endeavor, sex is something that we have to learn. But there's so much more that we can experience if we have an adequate sexual education. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there's a better method. I would like to invite you to join me in developing a sex-positive lifestyle with freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Join me in a sex-positive lifestyle where you learn how to feel the beautiful creature that you are, how to identify and know that you're beautiful and sexy and gorgeous just as you are. Join us each week to learn everything sexual. Add your comments about the show and any suggestions that you may have for future show topics. We would love to hear from you. If you have a topic you enjoy on this show or interested in, in learning more about sex and would enjoy a more in-depth learning experience, check out Ravenslayer Adult Education Training Videos. They are at www.ravenslayerleather.com slash videos. Be sure to check out the free training offer and explore some of the topics we cover on the show in greater depth by obtaining Ravenslayer Sexual Education video training programs. Some of the training includes worksheets and erotic exercises that you can put into use to enjoy a liberating sex life. This concludes this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Sex is the final frontier. Explore everything sexual. Good night and enjoy.